the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Fuel price analyst Trilby Lundberg says the national average price of regular grade gas up five cents to two ninety four. Baton Rouge is the low average at two fifty four, and the highest San Francisco Bay Area at three ninety four. There are growing fears now the blockage of that vessel in the Suez Canal could possibly wreak havoc with oil prices in the coming weeks. Very heavy rain in Tennessee. At least four people are dead, two people still missing. Many areas getting six inches of rain over just a very short period of time. Six are dead in the crash of a small plane in the northern Mexico border state of Sonora. The Cessna had just taken off from Sonora on a flight to Tucson, Arizona. One person survived. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher sees Biden taking credit again. Joe Biden should be thanking Donald Trump. Typically, it takes 10 years or more to develop a vaccine. And yet, listening to Biden... You'd be forgiven for thinking he had to conjure the vaccines out of nowhere because the Trump administration, in its callousness and incompetence, chose to sit on his hands. And, of course, that's a lie. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Thanks for tuning in to AM 1280, The Patriot. Weather for today, we got mostly sunny and a high of 47, moving into partly cloudy and a low of 37 for tonight. Tomorrow, sunny and breezy with a high of 70, moving into a slight chance of showers and a low of 36. Our March Book of the Month is Green Fraud, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think by Mark Morano. You may know Mark from his best-selling book, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change. Here he takes a similar approach, using science and politics to expose the truth of the Green New Deal. You can win an autographed copy of the book by signing up now at the Freedom Fan Club page at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Attention real estate investors. Do you need cash immediately? If you own one or multiple rental properties, you can use your equity to get cash out fast. The best part is we don't need tax returns or even a good credit score. At America's Loan Source, we are not a bank and we don't have bank rules. We make the decisions to loan you money and there's no limit how much we can give you. Some clients have gotten as much as $500,000 or more within days. Use the money any way you want if you own one rental property or a hundred and COVID has left you in a cash crunch we can help you turn your equity into fast cash call now for details and close in as little as 10 days and get the cash you need 800-296-1229 800-296-1229 that's 800-296-1229 TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. I appeal to you to fight. 
I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie it's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour, and I'm Andrew Parker. And once again this week, we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. Yes, each and every week, we have smart plane talk on the subjects of the day. Some that uh, the mainstream media, the legacy media, are not covering. Others that they do talk about, but in a somewhat wrong-headed fashion. Today, uh, we are going to talk about, as you've probably seen, if you're following me on either LinkedIn or Facebook, uh, we're going to talk about elections. We're going to talk about the elections in the Jewish state of Israel Uh, Why? Because, well, it has an impact on strategic interests for the United States, no doubt, no question. Uh, It has an impact, frankly, on the direction uh, of the world, the uh, fundamental values, the foundational values that the world sees fit to apply. Are we going to attack the state of Israel while supporting the... Islamist regime uh, in the country of Iran? Uh, Are we going to attack the state of Israel and the UN while heralding those like China, North Korea, uh, and Russia? Well, we'll see the direction that things go, but anyone who has a correct moral compass, from my perspective at least, knows that there is a big difference between those that blow up school buses of children and those that defend themselves against suicide bombings. There is a difference between the firemen and the arsonist. So that's why we care about the state of Israel as a light unto the nations. Are they perfect? No. Do they make mistakes? Yes. Do they have a rule of law that attempts to correct those mistakes? Yes, including indictments of prime ministers when necessary, including conviction of prime ministers like Ehud Olmert when necessary, including court martials, including imprisonment of members of the IDF when they do wrong, when they do not follow the protocols, the protocols of one of the most humane of military forces in the entire world or in the history of man, as stated by several at uh, in, uh, in testimony. So... The Israeli elections are important, and we're going to talk about them. I'm going to give you, we we have on this show already given you some education about the Israeli electoral system, but we're going to really dig deep today and talk about some specifics. So I commend to each of you, pull out that number two pencil, I have mine right here, and that yellow pad. 
And make sure you sharpen it. I've got my Boston crank sharpener ready uh, to sharpen and uh, be able to take down all of the detail regarding the Israeli elections, and they are still up in the air. Fourth round of elections in just the last two years, if you can only imagine. You know, every two-year cycle here in the United States, we elect uh, a segment of the U.S. Senate and all of the U.S. House. Uh, And every four years, the president is thrown in there. Then we have state elections. But, But for every two years to have the entire uh, Knesset and prime minister selected again and again uh, would be uh, unusual in the state of Israel. And this time, four elections in just the past two years. And it looks like there may well be a fifth, and I'll explain uh, what I mean. I'll talk about the uh, Israeli election process and why I believe that it is perhaps the most representative democratic election system in the world, the one-man-one-vote sort of idea, the uh, citizen uh, 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 parliament, if you will, uh, the Knesset, very directly connected to the beliefs of those who, uh, uh, who need a voice in the Knesset, not just minority, but minority uh, voices as well. And uh, in this election, 13 different parties made the threshold to have seats in the Knesset, 13 parties, and we'll talk about those. We're also going to talk about uh, the U.S. election, and we're going to uh, give you some statistics that you may not be aware of regarding the U.S. election. And I'm uh, quite familiar and more familiar than I was just a few weeks ago regarding the U.S. election, the integrity of that election or lack thereof, the silencing of those who question the integrity of the U.S. election system. Uh, There's no question that there is fraud in the system. Everyone from right, left, center agrees with that. The question is, is it meaningful? Is it material or not? A few votes here or there, a few meaning, you know, less than a dozen, just a few. Nobody's going to pay attention. What about a hundred? What about a thousand? What about ten thousand? At some point, someone might start paying attention. So, what are the underlying facts? Well, if you bring up the question nowadays, you get canceled, you get silenced, you get told to shut up, or worse, you get deplatformed, or you get sued. Yeah get sued. And Parker Daniels Keyboard that brings you the Victory Hour every week. Yours truly, a co-founder of the firm, uh, was um, hired just a few weeks ago uh, as chief lead counsel of litigation counsel for MyPillow in the $1.3 billion Dominion election lawsuit in which Dominion has sued the company MyPillow for alleged defamatory statements regarding the uh, voting company. The one that handled many counties and many states' uh, ballots and tally for the election on November 4th. So it's an interesting case. We have... uh, Brought on Alan Dershowitz under contract with our firm. And uh, speaking of Mr. Dershowitz, he will be on the Victory Hour coming up. April 11, just a couple weeks from now, Alan Dershowitz will be joining us on the Victory Hour. And I'm sure we will continue our discussion of election integrity and the First Amendment at that time, shut down, silence, destroyed. Is that consistent with our First Amendment? If somebody has the audacity to say something that you disagreement, uh, disagree with? True or false, no matter. Is it okay to be silenced, to silence someone? 
when they are talking about matters of public concern of utmost importance, and there are none more important, arguably, in the democratic society than the vote and the integrity of the vote, the integrity of the count, because without it, well, we're nothing more than a totalitarian country like the Soviet Union, like communist China, communist North Korea, ruled by a dictatorship that controls the count. We don't do that. We don't do that here. So there's a debate. There's a debate out there regarding the integrity of the election. There were hue and cry of such, uh, you know, uh, uh, corruption in the, in the election in 2016. And there certainly was in 2000. So we're going to talk about the U.S. election uh, as well as the Israeli election today. And if we have time, we may talk a bit about uh, Black Lives Matter. And the Derek Chauvin trial, which is upon us. All right, the next few weeks. Next week, we'll have Xander Abrams with us on the show. Again, he's been on the show once before. He works in the marijuana industry. Out in California, we're going to have Xander on. Then the next week, Alan Dershowitz, two weeks from today. And then a couple of weeks after that, yes, the My Pillow guy, the pillow guy himself, we believe we're going to have Mike Lindell. On the show as well. And down the trail, Pete Hegseth will be with us. So make sure you jot down 4 o'clock Sundays, 1280 a.m. The Patriot every Sunday. If you miss it at 4, you can hear it at 6 on Freedom 1570. That's right, the Victory Hour. Best hour and rate of the week. Stay with us. We're going to take a very short break here, and we'll come back. We're going to talk elections. Go to ParkerDK.com. In the meantime, we'll be right back. Stir carefully through the days. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. This is Dennis Prager, along with my fellow host, Mike Gallagher. We both want to invite you to join us for a trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land this October 27th to November 5th. I've been all over the world, but I can never get enough of the great state of Israel. You will be amazed and inspired in your faith. Dennis and I have planned every detail, minute by minute, of this trip to make sure you have the best experience possible. We're confident by October our trip will be safe, especially because Israel is the leading country in the world in COVID. COVID vaccinations. Join us as we sail on the Sea of Galilee in boats that are replicas of the ones Jesus sailed in with his disciples. Walk the steps of the old city of Jerusalem and join us for a Shabbat service that will reenact the old traditions. It's something you'll never forget. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Aren't you ready to travel again? We are. So come join us. A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, 
send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk, if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back with Amore. We are back with Dean Martin today on the Victory Hour. Yes, old Dino. Beautiful. Well, we're talking uh, today on the Victory Hour elections. We're going to begin with a discussion of the uh, elections which occurred on March 23, this past uh, Tuesday, uh, in the uh, state of Israel. And the process for elections in the state of Israel is as follows. The, follows. the, the, uh, the election is uh, for 120 seats in the Knesset, which is the parliament effectively in uh, the state of Israel. And what each person who goes to the polls is doing is voting for a party, not an individual to sit in the Knesset, but a party. And it is a countrywide election. There are no states or provinces, etc. And usually they have... uh, north of 4.5 million votes that are cast uh, in Israel. Uh, Something between 4.5 to 5 million, but usually around that count. And it takes 3.25% of the total votes cast for a party to be eligible to seat uh, members from the list that they produce, that people are voting for. So there is a list of candidates that are put out by the party that everybody looks at, considers, and then determines which party list they would like to vote for. Again, if a party gets three and a quarter percent of the total votes cast, uh, they're in. They're in the Knesset. And then it's a question of what the total percentage is as to the number of seats that they get in the Knesset. 120 seats take 61 to form a coalition of control in the Knesset. No single party has ever gotten uh, 61 seats, uh, enough of a percentage of the vote to get them 61 seats. hasn't happened. So in order to form a government, with 61 seats, they have to cobble together uh, agreements with other parties uh, that are maybe similarly minded or uh, will work together in order to create a governing coalition. And then those who are not in the coalition are in the minority, in the opposition. Okay. Now, there are, you know, a couple dozen or so parties that are formed some uh, up to uh, I think they've had 30 uh, or more that are that are formed that are available to for citizens to vote for um, and this election on March 23 resulted in 13 13 uh, parties becoming a part of the Knesset making the threshold of three and a quarter percent. By the way, three and a quarter percent is just shy of 150,000 votes if there's four and a half million uh, total votes cast, just to give you an idea. 
Now, how is it that we know the final results? The election just occurred on Tuesday. Well, because they have a system that works in Israel. And by the way, uh, questions of integrity uh, are, are not arising in the state of Israel. People cast their votes on election day, in, except with a few exceptions. They cast their vote on election day, and they do so on a paper ballot, and they put it in the box, and then the ballots are counted, and the official results are announced on Friday. Tuesday is a vote. They have top security, etc. They have a certain system of vote counting uh, that with observers, etc., and chain of custody. And the final results are announced on Friday of the week of the election. Hmm. Seems to work. Yeah. It's not rocket science. No. No, it's not. Uh, Just to give you a sense, the number of votes in the state of Israel, similar to the number of votes cast this time around in the U.S. in the state of Georgia, which was about... 4.8, 4.9 million. So, you know, you would think that you could get it done in a way that there's integrity. People, you know, believe in the vote count Uh, in Georgia or any other state in the U.S. They can do it in Israel. Well, they do. Now, they do have absentee ballot rules, et cetera, uh, but no, if, you, if you're going to vote, you go to the polls on, on Election Day, and if for some reason you're not able to do it, you've got absentee ballot uh, opportunity. Uh, so let's take a look at the results, uh, the final uh, results. And, and by the way, just to give you a, a full picture of what occurs then, uh, the president of the state of Israel, which is somewhat of a ceremonial position, uh, but the president of the state of Israel by April 7th this year will have the obligation to identify who in the government is most likely able to form a coalition. And they tap that person who then has 42 days to form the governing coalition in the state of Israel. And if they're not able to, which that's why they've had four elections in part, that's why, uh, on a a couple of occasions, uh, wasn't able to form a coalition. Nobody was. Uh, This last go-around, they were able to form a coalition by two part, two, two, who wanted to be prime minister coming together and saying, okay, we're going to split. I'll take the first year and a half. You take the next year and a half as prime minister. And they came together and formed, but that fell apart, causing this election to uh, arise, the one that just occurred on Tuesday. So uh, 42 days uh, after uh, someone is tapped, and it's uh, likely going to be Bibi Netanyahu, he will have to, uh, to form a government. Now, why is it that it's likely to be Bibi Netanyahu? Well, this is where you pull out your yellow pad and you, you pull out your number two pencil and you take some notes. Now, there are going to be a lot of notes being taken uh, on the show today. So you can, you can leave it out in handy because you're going to want to be taking these notes. So you're, you're educated about this when somebody comes up to you at the local coffee shop and asks you, What happened in the Israeli elections? Well, here's what happened. Likud, which is Bibi Netanyahu's party, and Bibi has been prime minister of the state of Israel since 2009, elected repeatedly by Democratic representative elections. And many people are starting to, you know, vote vote against him for a few reasons. One, he's been indicted for corruption, which he categorically denies and believes it's a political indictment. Uh, 
But number two, because he's, you know, he's frankly, he's been in power long enough, and let's move on to the next guy. Uh, he's, he's done some many very good things for the state of Israel. But uh, let's move on to the next guy. Well, Likud got 30 seats uh, in the Knesset. Now, they need 61. They got 30. They are uh, by far the largest uh, tally of votes is for Likud in the entire country. The next is a, a party called Yesha Tid, which got 17 seats. They're a centrist party. We'll come back to them. Likud gets 30. Shas gets nine. UTJ, United Torah Judaism, gets seven. And Religious Zionism gets six. The reason I list those four parties together is because they will form a coalition together. Likud, Shas, UTJ, and Religious Zionism. It's Likud and then three uh, religious parties with Religious Zionism uh, the the most far-right party of, of any of them from a political perspective, Shas and UTJ, uh, Orthodox, Jewish, ultra-right uh, uh, parties as well. So that creates 52, 30, 9, 7, and 6. 52, that's not enough. So how does the rest how do the rest of the uh, nine parties shape up? Because that's four, and I told you 13 made the cut. How do the rest of the nine shape up? And can Bibi Netanyahu find nine more seats to get to that magic 61? We're going to talk about that on uh, the other side of this short break. And we're going to identify who these other parties are and what Bibi may need to do to form a coalition. And what happens if he can't? And then we'll get into the U.S. election. And I'm going to provide you with some detail, some statistical number detail that you probably, well, you may not have been aware of. Make sure to stay with us. And uh, while we're on this very short break, by the way, you know, I miss you already. Go to parkerdk.com where you'll see what is often referred to as an award-winning website. And uh, it, it really is excellent. And it'll tell you about the firm that is representing my pillow in the uh, election integrity lawsuit filed by Dominion. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Oh, please meet me in the plaza near your casa. I am only one, and that is one for you. AM1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. 
more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409-800-439-7409-800-439-7409-800-439-7409. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Start to play, dance with me, make me sway like a lazy ocean hugs the shore. Hold me close, sway me more like a flower bending in the breeze. Bend you can hardly sway with ease, not when we dance, you have sway in your seat, can you? Stay with me, it's the victory hour. Listening to Dean Martin. Well, we're talking about the uh, elections in the state of Israel during this Passover season. Right before the Passover season, uh, they were held this past Tuesday. And as I commented on the other side of the break, the uh, right of center parties, Likud, Shas, UTJ, religious Zionism, make up uh, 52 in the official vote count. They need 61 to get a majority coalition. What about on the other side of the equation? Well, uh, the truly left-wing parties in the state of Israel, setting aside the Arab list, the truly left-wing parties in the state of Israel got a total of 13 seats. That's it. Uh, But then there are two centrist parties, which are, um, some would say they lean right of center, others would say they lean left of center. I tend to think they're pretty center and right of center. Uh, they are Yesh Hatid, headed by Yair Lapid, who is a uh, uh, he's he's an anchor. He's he's on TV there, and uh, his uh, party uh, got the second most votes at seventeen seats. And Blue and White, which was part of the coalition government previously that broke apart. Their leader was going to be the prime minister during the second year and a half. That didn't happen. They got eight seats. So between those two centrist parties, that's 25. They uh, want to uh, form a coalition government. If they go along with the 13 of the uh, left-wing parties, uh, which they may do because they're all opposed to Bibi Netanyahu. Uh, That brings them up to uh, 38. Uh, And then uh, there is a a right-wing party, which is a secular Jewish right-wing party called Yisrael Betenu, headed by...
by Yevigdor uh, Lieberman, who uh, a, a huge number of his votes come from the Russian community, the Russian Jews in the state of Israel, and he got seven seats. He is strongly opposed to the religious uh, coalition that the Likud has put together, and so he will not join with the right-wing Likud coalition that you might think he normally would because he is opposed to the religious nature of that coalition. And so those seven uh, may well go with the 25 of the centrist group plus the 13 of the left wing. And uh, so you're up to 45. Then you have the, there are two Arab lists totaling 10. Uh, the the uh, Arab bloc, the Israeli Arabs who have the right to vote in the state of Israel, make up about 20% of the vote, or not of the vote, but of the electorate. And uh, But they uh, have 10 seats of the 120. Normally, they actually have more. They get up to 13 uh, most often. Uh, but when they don't show up to the polls, it results in uh, 10. They have not been a part of a majority coalition government uh, in, is- in Israel, but it, it may be time where, where that happens, and uh, they are starting to be courted. At least a part of them are starting to be courted. And then there are, uh, so, so th- this tells you that uh, the, the centrist group with the left and the uh, non-religious right-wing group all together uh, cannot make up a coalition. Now, there are two other parties that may, in this case, be the kingmakers. Uh, one is Yamina, headed by Naftali Bennett. And they have seven seats. They are clearly right of center uh, on policy. And they used to be uh, in the cabinet with Bibi Netanyahu. But Naftali Bennett broke away uh, from the cabinet. But he has not ruled out going with a Likud-Bibi Netanyahu coalition. Again, that coalition was at 52 with seven seats that Yamina got, Naftali Bennett, it would bring them to 59, still too short. And the last party we haven't commented on yet is called New Hope, headed by Gideon Saar. Also, Benny Bagan is in that group. You recognize the name from Menachem Bagan, his grandson. Um. Uh, and he is in the New Hope group. Gideon Saar uh, used to be with Likud and sat in the Knesset as a Likud party member. He broke away from Likud, frustrated with Bibi Netanyahu and his continuing reign and hold on power to form his own group. And he pulled several other Likud members away, uh, along with uh, Benny Bagan. And they were able to get six seats. So if they were to go back into Likud or back joining with Bibi Netanyahu, but as a separate party, uh, that would give uh, Netanyahu's coalition a governing uh, majority. So it's very interesting how it appears to be rolling out. Naftali Bennett and Gideon Saar seem to have the, uh, the, the kingmaker role this time around. Last time around, interestingly, it was Avigdor Lieberman, who uh, uh, had been with Bibi Netanyahu for years, but, no, uh, but was making certain demands that Netanyahu would not agree with, and so he left uh, that coalition. Well... What happens is uh, only uh, a guess down the trail. But one thing that we do know is uh, approximately 80% of the electorate in the state of Israel voted for 
a center or center-right candidate, and often uh, and, and many uh, far-right candidates, uh, candidates, parties, I should say, uh, 80%. And that tells you uh, where a country that has, is, lives in a neighborhood as the state of Israel lives and has neighbors as they do uh, after years of that sort of environment, that is where they end up voting. So why did I say it was, you know, perhaps the most representative democracy in the world? Well, it's because people get to vote most closely to all of the issues that they really believe in. If Likud doesn't quite get you and get your politics, another party will pop up that does in all likelihood. Heck, you had 13 choices and you'd be sitting in the Knesset uh, with your voice through one or another of these parties. In the United States, it's two. You either agree with the Republicans or the Democrats, and you know as well as I that You know, you don't agree with everything that the Republicans stand for, even if you are a conservative. And we've seen that now, splinter groups uh, and infighting within the parties. On the state of Israel, they obviously still have that. They they definitely have that. But as is seen by Gideon Saar leaving Likud to form his own party, and he's now in the Knesset with six seats, and and Yamita and Naftali Bennett a few years ago doing something similar. Um, you you see that you can find a party that speaks most closely for you. And that's what a democracy is all about, to have your voice heard in as, many, in as, in as close uh, a duplication of, of that voice as possible in uh, the elected body. And that's what they have in the state of Israel. It becomes quite tumultuous, certainly, when you're trying to form a coalition, And we'll see what happens. But like it is here, a lot of division. A lot of division. We're going to talk about the U.S. election when I come back after this short break. And we're going to talk about the importance of integrity. And we're going to identify, was this election really that close? Listen, Donald Trump got 74 million votes. Joe Biden got 81 million. I mean, it wasn't even close, was it? Well, I think it was. I think it was, and I'll talk to you about why I think it was when we come back. Make sure you stay with us. Go to parkerdk.com. This is just a short break. No more mozzarella, mambo. Mambo Italiano, try an angelada with the fish bacala and an egg. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. 
Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. You're nobody till somebody loves you. You're nobody till somebody cares. You're nobody till somebody cares. Do you care? You know, people care. They do care. They care about election integrity, I can tell you that. There are a number of policies in this country. When you voted for Barack Obama, that were delivered to you, and others were angry about. And so in 2016, things changed. And they didn't just change a little. They changed a lot. And Donald Trump came in and dismantled in many respects, as he promised he would, policies of Barack Obama. And he advanced an America First agenda. The election in 2020 changed all of that, and now the dismantling is going the other way. It is clear, it is decisive, and it is destructive. Or, if you agree with it, it's rejuvenating. But what's most important is that the American people actually chose that direction, genuinely chose it. And that only exists if our election rules and laws are met, abided by, and have integrity. And the people trust our system. Now, you all know that our system is not based upon a popular vote. It's based upon an electoral college. It's not based upon a national popular vote, I should say. The national popular vote wasn't close. It was 7 million votes different between Trump and Biden, approximately 81 million to 74 million. That's assuming you trust that count. But how close was the election, even with the actual tallies as they were made and assuming that they are accurate? How close was the election? Pull out your number two pencil and your yellow pad, please. And by the way, to even raise, and we'll come back to this in a minute, the integrity of the election, uh, you know, on election night, Trump was far ahead. It raised question in people's minds. Should it have? Well, maybe not, because we knew there were a lot of, you know, paper ballots, uh, mail-in ballots, not absentee, but also absentee. But I'm talking about mail-in ballots for not people who were absent. They just decided to mail them in. You know, and they had to be counted, and those were counted late, and the rules were changed before the election, 
to take into account supposedly uh, COVID uh, and to take into account the number of mail-in ballots and everything was above board and everything was all correct, understood. And the laws went through the courts or the changes in the laws went through the courts and they were approved. This is what we are led to believe. And by the way, if you question it, you'll be shut down. But in a lot of people's minds, it raised questions. People have the right to have their opinion, and it, and it raised questions. Delays in the vote, shutdown of the vote counting, those sorts of things raised questions. So how close was the election? Because, you know, the point is, ah, he wasn't even close. I mean, it was 306 to 232, not even close. Well, wait a minute. What would it have taken to turn the election to Donald Trump in the Electoral College? Here's what it would have taken. Arizona, Wisconsin, and Georgia going for Trump instead of Biden. Now, Georgia and Arizona went comfortably for Trump in the previous election. Wisconsin was close, very close, against Hillary Clinton. But those three states all had gone for Trump, and had they gone again for Trump, he, the vote electoral college vote count would have been 269 to 269. How about that? It would have been a tie in the electoral college and then it would have gone to the House and the number of electors. And I, I'm not going to get into the, uh, the way that vote goes, but it goes according to uh, each state gets a single vote. And that vote is determined by their congressional delegation. And if you look at it, I believe uh, that uh, the Republicans held three more states by uh, electoral a delegation or, or a congressional delegation than the Democrats, and so Trump would have been president in all likelihood. I'm sure it would have been fought in the in the courts. But so Arizona, Wisconsin, and Georgia, how close were those states? Well, uh, the final tally, Arizona went for Biden by 0.3 percent, not one percent, 0.3 percent. Georgia went for Biden 0.26%. Not 1%, 0.26%. Even less than 3%, point, or 0.3%. It's like Arizona. And Wisconsin went for Biden by 0.63%. Just a bit over a half of a percent. So how many votes, raw votes, total, is that? that those three states went for Biden. Well, Arizona went uh, 10,457 votes for Biden. Georgia, 12,670 more votes for Biden. And Wisconsin, 20,682 for a total of just over 43,800 votes. 43,800 votes. If those would have shifted to Trump in three states, a total of 43,000 votes, this election would have gone differently. That's how close it was. Voter fraud or corruption, illegal votes being tallied that are not being looked at now. Now people say, well, they had recounts, they had... Yeah, you're, you're recounting those ballots. Are you doing a full audit, a legal audit of each ballot? Are you really digging down to make sure that each ballot was of a resident of the state, a current resident of the state? Nobody voted twice. Nobody voted who was uh, no longer living. Uh, are you drilling down on all of those? Are, are you making sure that each of the names is an actual person? I'm not suggesting 
that those things amount to, well, a problm AM1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station. And that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot. 